Let's go to the one in Minneapolis. We'll just go check it out. Uh, like, it was okay. Felt really old. Beer was way too expensive. Uh, I went to the pit during, uh, they played for like Fat Lip. But as soon as I got in, someone had already spilled beer. So like, I was in my docks and I just hit it and then just slipped and fell. And then I just like, walked out in shame. Like, walked out. And I was like, no, this isn't going to work. for the emo night pit. I went to Emo Night when it was not called Emo Night. It was the 90s and the turn of the millennium. When it still was. There were bands the that played that were called Emo. Mm. And then there were dive bars that catered to new wave music. A normal show? Are you talking about a normal <laughs> show? The decisions you made that push me away Can't hide it it's already too late, there's a reason to stay Can't fight it, I can't fight it What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Beers with Bands. This week, I'm sitting down with some good old Iowa City homies uh, in Rational Anthem. How you guys doing? What's up? Good. How are you? Good. I'm, good. I'm stoked that this is finally happening for one. We've been trying to do this for a couple years now. Yeah, I've been bugging Noel a lot about this. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks to Palmer's Bar. Right. Yeah, right. We've been connected. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was like every time I saw Noel, I was like, hey, man. So. Yeah, because I've been coming up to the cities a lot because of uh, Tightwire. Yeah. So I've been staying at your house and then trying to organize this, <laughs> and then it just never happens. And I think we didn't do it when we played the Minneapolis show because we had to turn around and drive. Yeah. Yeah. Come right back. Being road dogs. Yeah. Oh, killing it. Uh, for people that might not be aware, you are a punk rock trio, like I said, from Iowa City. Uh been around for like a hot minute like what like what what year did you guys actually start i want to say like 20 20 2006 okay yeah that's way further than i long way too long but it's kind of we came into our own probably 2009 like we changed our band name um got some new band members and then that's like when we really started touring putting out records okay it was just kind of like in the the baby stages in 2006 when I was still living in Wisconsin and playing with a couple other dudes. Okay. Uh, also, before we get too far in, obviously, I, I know who you guys are. So who are you? But we should probably let the, the listeners know uh, who you are. This is a guy in my house. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, you can go around real quick and just say what your name is and what you do in Rational Anthem. Hi, I'm Noel. <laughs> I sing and play guitar in Rational Anthem. I'm Noel's brother, Pete. And I am the drummer, and just so that everybody can kind of get some context for 
the vibe right now. I will do you a vibe check. We are in Zach's living room watching a Turnstile live DVD, and it is sick. Let's go to Zach, since they don't know who Zach is. Yeah. Who are you, Zach? Oh, hey, I'm Zach. Welcome to my house. <laughs> what do you I do? I play bass in Rational. I'm the new guy. Yeah, the new guy. I'm... Zach is not Chris. <laughs> he replaced Chris Hembrough. Chris Hembrough, you're, you're fucking dead to us. Ooh. Ooh! I didn't say it. I love you. I'll call you later. <laughs> play bass and do a little singing, too. Yeah. I'm so, like, I've known Zach since probably at this point, like, at least 2013, and when he, when I saw that he had joined you guys, I was so happy for this kid. Like, Same. This is one of my favorite people in Iowa City right now. Well, in general, oh. but all the time. And it's been great having right. Zach in the band. He learned the songs quickly. I think he's been a lot of fun to play with. You know, we've known Zach for a while, and we didn't really know what we were going to do in terms of where we were going to find a permanent bass player, or just find somebody to fill in for gigs. Right. So, yeah, it's all working out nicely. Oh, yeah. I didn't know Zach played bass or guitar or anything until uh, the pandemic. And then once yeah, that started teasing up. Yeah, we had a little, a little pandemic band. That yeah. We got two songs. Okay. <laughs> and that was it. What, were, what did Matt want to call us? Matt Prudes. Uh, <laughs> he wanted to call us like Stalefish or something. That would have been sick. Yeah. Any skateboard related name. Yes. Melon Collin, Switchfoot, you know, they're all cool. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know you played bass either. I I don't think anyone. I, not really. Yeah. I fi- I'm figuring it out though. I'm getting better. That's been my thing. I I find drummers that know how to play bass and I teach <laughs> them what to play. It's been fun. <laughs> I've been learning a lot and getting better. Hopefully. Pete, does that mean you also can play bass? Negative. Okay. Chris Hembro did. Okay. So when I started this, our bass player had quit in the middle of the night, left me a note, and drove back to Wisconsin. And I do. Remember, remember that kid? This. Remember this? I. Pulled up Shout out Chase to our dad's house, <laughs> and this was when you guys were still in Wisconsin, so, or you guys were already down in Florida. I was we, not in the band. He was not in the band. Okay. This, this was 2007 when, or eight. This was probably 2005. Uh, he was I was leaving so, in the middle of the night. I don't know what I was doing. I was coming home, and I said, "Hey, dude," and he was, "Hi," and he just uh, he did off into the into the moonset. Wow. This was back when I had just moved back from from Wisconsin to Florida with the two dudes I started the band with. And I don't think that guy even made it a week in Florida. He just like, he just wanted to go home. You know, it wasn't yeah. his thing. I just kind of, I might have forced him into it. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, he just left us a note, went home. And then I knew, I've known Chris since we were like nine-ish. Yeah. And I knew he could kind of play guitar. And I was like, well, if he can kind of do that, he could kind of play bass. And that's good enough for me. So I found him and made him join my band. <laughs> So I was talking to Michael well, when I got here. He has not heard Banner Pilot. What? And yeah. Because he's from Minneapolis now. And Banner Pilot is a band that I think has been really influential on, well, at least how we kind of used to sound, if not our We've sound changed our in sound general. a little bit in the last It's a band that we really, years. really like. Yeah, check them out, dude. You live yeah. in the cities <laughs> now. They're from the cities. They don't play anymore or do anything. And I wish they would. Hint, hint. Motherfucker. Hey. There's, uh, they're good. there's a lot of bands, like, yes, I live in the Twin Cities. I, I'm new to the Twin Cities. I'm not, like, a, I'm a, kind I'll of... I'll set you up with a playlist. Band, but I would appreciate that. But there's, like, a lot of bands that I've never heard of that are always playing these shows. Like, I think I just found out that... Uh, which one of the big two is it? Is it Newfound Glories from t- the Twin Cities? Oh, Newfound Glories. It's, 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 from Coral Springs, Florida. It's, uh, then who... 
What's the other? There's like a big pop punk band. That's right. Wire. That's my band. You're welcome. There's Dillinger Four. Yeah, that Motion one I know. City soundtrack. That one I just found out is really. Like, yeah, found yeah. that out like two months ago. Hell yeah. Motion City baby. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? Not me. Uh, obviously. <laughs> but uh, no, you guys have been killing it for a long time. Uh, I mean, I was jamming uh, the latest record, which came out in 2019 today, called "It's Only Permanent." Yeah. Which I mean. I don't know why it took me so long to finally sit down and like listen to a full. I've watched you guys perform it live. I don't know how many times at this point since uh, I've been in the Twin Cities, which is weird. Also, that I had to go to the Twin Cities to see an Iowa City band. It doesn't <laughs> make sense. Um, but I mean, you guys, you guys kill it. Obviously, that one came out twenty nineteen. Yeah. It's been a little while since that one's come out, but like, do you remember when it came out? Like, what was the response? Like, we had a great response. Things were going really well when we put that out because we had. Got signed to AF Records. Um, we were planning tours and like gonna go, you know, do all sorts of shit. Uh, we got to plan it for two weeks and then <laughs> the pandemic hit. Yeah. Kind of with the fest in back and then huddled down for Christmas and then March popped up and that was it. Yeah, that was. I mean, thankfully you guys, you know, survived the pandemic. You guys are still doing things. Yeah. Fest is coming up. Granted, this episode comes out after Fest, but. I do want to talk about some fest stuff in a little bit. Yes. Um, but like during this off time and this like weird two to two and a half year just of nothingness, like what were you guys? What have you guys been up to? I got real lazy and just stopped writing music altogether. <laughs> so I was like, we spent so much time on this record and finally got something that we're like incredibly proud of, and we finally honed in on a sound and like a new way of writing. And then everything just got thrown out the window. So I was like, fuck this. <laughs> During the um, pandemic, I didn't play the drums, but maybe once or twice, you know, I was just playing darts because you could play online at home, almost like a, a PlayStation or Xbox kind of set up for uh, competitive darts players and to play online. And I played a lot of darts and was just... He's a sharpshooter. Challenge of, him. A lot of we'll hiking going out in the forest. That's all he does anymore. It's amazing. Well, yeah. I think when Pump you were in, in Minneapolis <laughs> the last time, when we were playing darts, you were talking about this. Oh, yeah. Because it, it's like, it almost looks like a, a bar-style dart board, doesn't it? But it, it's connected to like the internet. At yeah. Palmer's. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So the bull shooter boards, those plastic soft tip boards you see at the bars are great because they have a multitude of different games on them that you can play but they also have the ability to go online. So there's a camera that faces the board and then there's a camera that faces out on you. So you'll go into a lobby, you can log in or you can be anonymous, but if you've ever played uh, Modern Warfare or something of that nature online, it's really similar. In the lobby you can see who the opponents are, the bar they're playing out of their location and their rating, and then you can choose to challenge one another and play and you can see each other in real time, and then you can see their board, so you know they're not just poking right. numbers and bullseyes and, and whatnot. The only thing I'm that poking. you can't do is <laughs> communicate audibly. Mm. And that's where the home boards are so cool, is because you can run the board through an app on your phone or on a computer, and you can talk to people. And so I have had the most bizarre conversations late at night playing darts with people who are either here in the States and they're, they're drunk, or I play a lot of uh, South Korean kids okay. late at night. I, I don't know what the time is over there, but apparently it's 
if it's like two or three in the morning here, um, central time states, then over there it's, uh, I don't know, a good time to be playing darts. <laughs> and yeah, so the home boards are really cool. And for anybody that's interested, darts is a lot of fun and it's great to have something to be competitive as and as, as an adult. And what'd you do during the pandemic, Zach? I should have got into darts, did <laughs> I? I worked a lot. I started, I got bored and I was like, give me more stuff to do. So, worked at the brewery in town. So, like, just making did whatever beer. they wanted me to do. Huh? Just making beer? Making beer, selling beer. All the doing beer. shit. Supplying yeah. the beer for people at home. Oh, yeah. you betcha. Um, I also played a lot of World of Warcraft. Cause <laughs> I should have played more video games. Yeah, play, man. It's one of my vices. But the, the World of Warcraft, the another classic. Like the, they, re, they redid the old game because the game... I don't want to go too far. <laughs> Either way, I played a lot of it. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of it out there. And then just kept playing drums, guitar... It's kind of bass. a blur to me at this point. I'm like, what the fuck did right, I yeah. do for like that entire Every day was the two. same, so it's like hard to keep track of what happened. I wish I could say that I did something fun. I don't know. I still did my normal thing. Like, like I started going in the office every day. Yeah. Which sucked. Like, I work at a bank, and it was dumb because like we our lobbies were closed, but I still had to drive in every day. It's like, yeah. Hell yeah, man. Dude, yeah, I just fucking stopped playing music, rode my motorcycle, and went skateboarding. <laughs> just like. That's dope. Yeah. It's still pretty tight, but I should have been writing. So now yeah. that that's what I'm doing now. So now you got to catch up to it. Yeah, I'm playing makeup. Because our plan is to do a new record in 2023. Okay. Record it and have it out. Yeah, I got a bunch of stuff in the works. A couple demos. Got to fine tune that. And, and you're, you're planning for like a full length record or oh, yeah. an EP? Full length. Shoot for a full length, but <laughs> see uh, what happens. <laughs> it might just be an EP until It'll I can. Be, no, there's no know. EP. It'll at least be ten songs. We'll okay. we'll do a record. Pete's gonna write it all. I can't wait. <laughs> I'll do something. I think that we owe it to anybody that listens to us, but also we're more than capable of making that happen. Now, like, take me into like a normal like writing process and like for for you guys. Like, uh, how does it? How, what's like the breakdown? How does it start? It's changed a lot in the last two years. Um, cause when Chris Embro was in the band, him and I have been playing music get together since we were like 10 years old yeah. and he's been the dude that I write songs with. Like I'll come up with a bunch of shit, meet up with him. We'll jam on it, tweak it, write it. Same thing. Like he'll bring me stuff. Um, but he got tired of being in a punk band and moved back to Florida and now he's full on Florida man. <laughs> uh, so I'm just kind of going at it on my own now. Okay. Um, I don't know, trying to come up with melodies first and then writing music to that and then worrying about lyrics later. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, it's all over the place. So I'll come up with demos and then bring that to them. Um, I haven't written with Zach yet, but I'm sure that will happen in the future here. I'd like to be involved. <laughs> <laughs> figure something out. Yeah. I don't know, I've never really written songs before. Like, I've been playing guitar just as long as drums, but, like, just not super seriously so I've always just kind of just writing parts here and there yeah like I'll find a little riff and then I've just sat on it forever actually one of the new neighbors songs Zach plays in a band called new neighbors new neighbors play drums in that one we played our first show with multi-talented playing drums and I was there Michael was there (laughs) the acoustic show was fun Uh, but one of the songs 
in that set was actually like the main, the, the main riff was uh, something I wrote when I was in like high school and Ron, our guitar player, remembered it and then like wrote a song around it. So, hell yeah. I kind of wrote a song. Hell yeah. So you might get some secret long lost uh, Zach Suter riffs. That happens all the time. There was a, a couple of songs on It's Only Permanent, like intros and whatever little guitar licks and stuff that I had for like 10 years. And I was like, oh yeah, this is uh, kind of cool. I'm going to yeah. use that. That's awesome. Well, I'm stoked to see uh, this what this new record is going to be like because, I mean, this last record was super dope and it's always fun to listen to, especially like for anyone that's listening to this. Like if you're into that, like, like he's... There's that pop punk, and then there's like the punk rock. But you guys kind of, I feel like, are right almost on the cusp. Like you guys are yeah. that punk rock That's a good sound. Way to describe it. Like I'm, I was thinking about it today, and it's like you're not too pop punk, you're not too punk rock, but it's really like that vein where it's like both. Uh, we're starting our own genre. Yeah. The best of both worlds. I want to hit more of the skate punk sound, and so the audience, if you're listening, oh, well, I guess yeah, you would have to be listening. <laughs> if you close your eyes now, we are. The vibe has changed once again. There is no FX, a live no FX concert is on. <laughs> Turnstile is gone. Turnstile looked way more lit live. This, although is busing, is not as much so as Turnstile. But so I love one of my favorite punk records of all time is White Trash, Two Heaves, and a Bean. And that era of skate punk pop punk if you will that socal um you know bad religion uh all ages um what is it suburban teenage wasteland oh, what the heck uh come on wrong side of the tracks what why can't i think of the band name right now um but that era of the punk bands that were in the old 411 skate videos and that sort of skate punk I want to do more stuff in that vein because I like to play fast and I like that those those songs just they had so much energy they really got things moving I uh, I so I think look forward to some of that with new rational anthem stuff oh fuck yeah dude we're gonna be all over the place we're gonna have slow stuff fast skate stuff I want to to write it all <laughs> Oh, strung out. Strung, fuck yeah, dude. Strung out. <laughs> so strung out. That, that era, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Then again, I'm old too. I think so. I fell asleep at a strung out show <laughs> that you took me to at State Theater. Was it in Tampa? There was like a balcony, and I was probably maybe 12 or 13 at the time. And I was just like, ah, I'm tired. It's late. And I just kind of fell asleep in a booth somewhere. <laughs> Well, so speaking of this, let's rough segue into while we were getting all this set up, or rather Michael was setting up the podcast information, Noel and Zach were talking about the ticket prices that they paid for the upcoming Blink tour and floor seats. And I was moving recently and I have a box of all my old flyers and ticket stubs. And one great one that I found was from the year 2000 I took you well to see Blink-182 on the... It was 1999. Pardon? I was looking it up. It's 1999. My ticket stub. You might be right. I'll actually, I've got a... You brought I've a got a picture of it. Oh. <laughs> he just pulls he it out of his He just wallet. carries it around. Yeah. He's like, uh, excuse me? I have my Blink-182. So I took Noel to see Blink. In the golden days. 
Yeah, in, um, well, let's see. I'm looking at it. For the record, we're watching No Effects play The Decline at Red Rocks. It's right, really fucking cool. All right, let's, everybody look. So this is Blink-182 at the Ice Palace Arena, Tampa, Florida, Saturday, May 20th, 2000. 2000. So that was the enema of the state. I have state. been corrected. The record the, came out in 99. Yeah, the sure. tour might have started Yeah, in true. Also. And since then, I've only seen them once, and that was with Matt Skiba, and we sat down. like. Yo, Matt sat, held it down. Yeah, but we Matt sat down in, in chairs oh, like yeah. a bunch of boomers. And it wasn't fun sitting <laughs> in a chair to watch Blink-182. It was entertaining, but it yeah. wasn't... So, what did I'm you guys pay for the floor tickets? I haven't in... bought no comment. Okay, Zach's not going to comment. Zach maxed out his credit card. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to max out my credit my card. My cutoff is 300 bucks. If I can't get a floor seat to blink for $300, and maybe I'm being unrealistic, I don't actually know what a lot of concert big, like, Yeah, because I mean, this, I this, this is like a show of this size. Yeah, this yeah. is so fucked. All yeah. the scalpers that are buying up the tickets Dude, and jacking right. up the prices, it's but fucking it's, ridiculous. It is ridiculous. So, if Mark. Tom or Travis hear this podcast Let and want to hook you. us up with some way to see you guys without paying more than $300, I'm in. I'll even, I'll, look, I don't know, clean your bathroom or make you toast or set up an instrument or something. Welcome to the new Blink-182 podcast. Your host, Rational Anthem. Our guest is Mike. What up? For the record, we're, we're all very influenced by... Keep okay. saying for the record. Blink-182 and They're big. Are you in court? Yeah. <laughs> Let it be known. <laughs> Start typing. Order. Dude, how do you type on those keyboards? <laughs> They're missing like half the keys. But they can type faster than anyone alive. Yeah, it's crazy. Because hmm. it like, this is a side note, I watched like, I think it was a TikTok or something. But like, depending on your keystrokes, <laughs> it knows what letter you're going for. So like, even though you're only typing like, STL, it's like, oh, and then it like reads the line around it so it knows that it's like steel or something like that. It's That's bizarre. Weird. You know what? I want to watch Blink on an Oculus. Dude, I would pay 50 or 100 bucks to just be on the floor. Wherever they're going to sell the those. Ooh, I, mean, I have one of that those. Would be kind those of, they're not even going to have to go anywhere. Right. <laughs> I almost threw up one time fucking around <laughs> with one of those. I was like riding roller coasters and being an astronaut and shit. And I like. I'd throw it off my head because I was about to blow chunks everywhere. Virtual reality headset? Yeah. yeah. I haven't messed with one yet. I don't know. It's great. They're oh, pretty good. i to get you on, dude. It is cool. We'll start selling tickets to see Rational Anthem. And I don't give to come back. And I'm just stuck in the metaverse. Property in the metaverse right now is affordable. And I'll show you my timeshare. Oh, yes. <laughs> you just have to sit down through this uh, two hour interview. Let me tell you about. You brought There's up your time to everyone Matrix. in. At the end of this, you're gonna, I was going to give you 30 minutes to just talk about your timeshare and bring them all in. <laughs> we almost got sucked into a timeshare interview or whatever the fuck they want to call it to get cheaper ticks to Universal mm. uh, like two months ago when I went down there. And then my girlfriend's just like, yeah, let's let's go we'll get te- cheaper tickets. And I'm like, is this a timeshare? I'm not fucking doing it. They're going to suck you in. Don't ever do it. Unless you got time. <laughs> I feel like you were going to say something. Oh, I just... I. When I worked at Old Chicago, timeshare people would come in and like try to snipe people. Like, oh yeah, I'll buy you pizza and like come into the back room and like my PowerPoint. Hey, what was the deal with that place? You guys didn't have a Chicago dog. It's a pizza joint, (laughs) but it was called Old Chicago. 
Yeah, Chicago style pizza. That's cool. I can buy it. Okay, we did do Chicago. They would, they would do like seasonal specials. A seasonal Chicago dog during, at the old Chicago during the restaurant. During beer tours, you drink enough a certain amount of select beers. Here at Rational Anthem, we're big on food. Yeah. Yes, we I, a lot of fast food. Well, a lot of hot we all work at bars and restaurants, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no Chicago dog though, but they closed, didn't they? Coralville of Chicago's no more. Don't come to it. Rest it's close. Show up there. Yeah. Cookie Ooh, we, should, we should uh, run it out and book a show there. <laughs> it could be a hot dog. Dude, new venue. Yeah. Hey, could be great. Right. Yeah, everyone's doing them at Denny's. There was that Sonic show. Oh, there was the Denny's show. There was a bloodbath at Burger King. Yeah, I saw that one. Which, by the way, the conductor of this no FX orchestra looks like Mark Zuckerberg in the metaverse. <laughs> oh, he does. Yeah. With pink hair, yeah. Now, Zach, yes. I mean, obviously, we've been in the Iowa City scene a long time, uh, doing everything rational. You guys have been here for quite a while. Like, you guys came to Iowa City, what year? Uh, I moved here in May of 2014. Yeah, okay. that's when we got up here. Yeah. Uh, like, here for a hot minute yeah. now. So, I mean, we always knew Rational Anthem around here. Uh, the I one... remember the first time I saw Rational. It was, it was Masked Intruder. At the, the beer stew. At the Blackstone. Oh, no. Yeah. Beer yeah, stew. Black that was Black a Hawker. old That's show. That it was. was. That was a drafty room, and it was dead of winter. But that show was super fun. Yeah. I was yeah. mad because I wanted my band to play that show. And I was like, <laughs> who's Rational Anthem? Why are they playing this show? Like, they're like, oh, they just moved here. I'm like, man. Yeah, Florida, <laughs> these Florida people yeah. moving to Iowa stealing all our shows. Yeah. <laughs> we would have. We would have. It was a great show. No, I mean, experiencing that, meeting them over this time, like, what's, what was it like when they were like, do you want to be in our band? Like, what were your thoughts? Oh, I was just like, holy shit, am I going to do this? Like, because it's like, I don't know, I was like, I hadn't played music in so long, so I was very excited. <laughs> like, my band, Catholic Werewolves, R.I.P., uh, <laughs> we were done in like 2018 or whatever. And uh, so yeah, I hadn't played shows or really done anything forever. And then Noel was just like, "Wanna play bass?" I'm like, "Sure, I'll play some bass. Why not? I got, I want to play music still." And then we just kind of hit it off, and it worked really well. And it's like, "You want to play this show? You want to play this show?" I'm like, "Fuck yeah, I want to play this show." <laughs> and then they're like, "We want to go play fest?" And here we are. Yeah, I'm glad you. Uh you know, came around to it. Because I think I'd asked you like a handful of times and you're like, yeah, right. maybe, I don't know. Uh, oh yeah, I've been oh. m- many drunk, me very drunk at games and I was like, you want to play? I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm drunk and sad right now. <laughs> That's the perfect time. Right? Exactly. It's the best yeah. time to be in a wine pop punk band. Finally came around to it and it's been fucking awesome. We're having a blast. And I it is awesome. It's fun. And we barely even started. We haven't even toured around. I know. Yet. Like, we're like, I mean, just dipping our toes. Since you've been in, you guys have done uh, quite a bit of shows, though. I mean, a lot you guys of one offs. Yeah, Minneapolis, Omaha, Omaha yeah. here. Which Omaha is great. It's, we Dude, played there. I, I like that. That Bad Cop show was so fucking fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, There's good food rad. in Omaha. Burrito Envy, shout out. They're, they're hot sauce. You crushed like four. two of those. <laughs> yeah, that hot sauce really took me by surprise because I ate one. A couple hours before we played. I don't like to be full when we play. I like to be a little hungry. Yeah. And I had the level one hot sauce and it was not very hot. And then before Bad Cop played, I went back down there and I said, all right, give me the level four. I got another burrito. Just leveling up. And there's only, yeah, there's four <laughs> levels of hot sauce at burrito. In it. And it was so spicy. It gave me the hiccups right away. 
and I thought, I've just got this little to-go souffle container of hot sauce, but I'm committed. I've already wrecked my palate. I've got the hiccups. I'll just, you know, continue to eat now the rest of the hot drums. sauce with this burrito. And <laughs> dude, I had some gas on the way home, bro. <laughs> Windows down all the way. But I mean, because he, yeah, the Bad Cop, Bad Cop shows in Omaha. He has played with Slow Death, Mikey Gerg, and the Raging Nathans. Rick Hit. Which yeah. would have been. Because I saw the day before of that show in Minneapolis when you were up there. I would have much rather seen the Omaha show. That thing was fucking stacked. <laughs> yeah. Like, there was blood too. There was a hot dog eating. It was a big barbecue party. Oh, uh, the hot dog eating contest. Awesome. I had a big old pulled pork sandwich. Shit was awesome. There was a kid in a mohawk just crushing hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen anybody with a mohawk. They, they, they like, all, everyone that participated like fucking puked. They're just like, <laughs> like you thought you could eat all those hot dogs? Right. Oh. Fuck no, dude. It was fucking fun. And they had a dartboard at that venue. <laughs> <laughs> you know Pete found the darts. So, kind of going back to, obviously, uh, Rational Anthem is all about food uh, and all punk rock. <laughs> you guys are road dogs. You guys toured a lot. Yeah. Have toured a lot. What are some of the, like, on the road, what are some of the best, like, go-to spots that you guys have been to? Yats. Oh, dude, Yats in Indianapolis. It's like a Cajun Creole, uh, New Orleans-style restaurant in Indianapolis. Which makes okay. very little sense. Yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah. This I mean, it's place, still going to be better down south, but I'll take what I can get here. No, Yats, you can't fake that kind of food. That shit and is fun. They'll make five or six dishes, and when it's gone, it's gone for the day, but they did... Chicken bachamel, they've had jambalaya, I think a gumbo Crawfish once. Crawfish Oh, man. And, and it's just, it's served on rice. They do that traditional New Orleans-style French bread with the barbecue butter. Their food is fantastic. Okay. I, I don't even know if they're still, I would imagine they've got to still be there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had it a couple months ago, and I was driving through there. I forgot why. I, was, I don't even know where the fuck I was going. Most it was, of the time, it was just there. Yeah, if I'm going either direction, anywhere near Indianapolis, I'll take a detour just so I can go get lunch there. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, where else do we like to eat besides Taco Bell? <laughs> <laughs> I like hard times in, in your hometown. I still need to eat times? there. I've not, you haven't been to hard times? I haven't been. I pissed Pizza Luce. I pissed them Pizza Luce, yeah. Pizza Luce is good, too. Hard times got mad at me because I didn't realize it was like a vegan restaurant. And I, like, I saw they had quesadillas. So I was like, hey, can I get a chicken quesadilla? And the guy looked at me so offended. It was like, we don't serve meat. And I was like, oh, Wait, they didn't okay. have pseudo meat? The, like fake meat? Chicken quesadilla? No. I, like, I would have eaten it. I would have eaten it. You know what's up. Yeah, I've had a lot of good fake meat and all that stuff, but it was just like so fucking snotty. Like, sorry, you wow. didn't fucking know. Give me whatever fucking fake shit you got. I'll eat it. Now, Blink-182. Okay, the vibe has changed again. <laughs> Blink is on, and this is like, oh, wow. This is a... Uh, I think... It's uh, Blink spring, spring Break. Break. Yeah, MTV. MTV. This is 90s Blink. Yeah. And this is Travis Daytona Barker. Daytona Beach 2000. Oh, yeah, Travis sick. still has hair. Okay, so... Tra- so <laughs> this, talk about wieners and stuff. Well, no, this is relevant because Travis Barker has a vegan restaurant. and I, it's in Oh, somewhere. I've been there. Oh, okay, so elaborate. Yeah, it's in LA. Uh, I've never had a vegan cheese pizza before, and it was pretty fucking good. It, really? Yeah. Okay. Like for a big meat I would eater, like to try to eat that cheese eater and all that. It was uh, I like Travis it kicked ass. So much. I forgot what the place is called, but when I was out on tour with Tightwire, we drove out of our way to go grab lunch there. <laughs> you That's pretty go awesome. Travis's you gotta go to Travis's. But we like to eat anything, you know. So like you know, Ohio. There's a 
Oh, not Camp Washington. Skyline. Skyline, Skyline. is phenomenal. And they have this crap that they eat there called ghetto. It's like a more degenerate form of some type of breakfast meat. It's as if you made a, a square tray of cardboard, but the, yet there's something that it has this allure about it that you want to eat it when you're in Ohio. It's very blue collar industrial food. Yeah. I like to eat everything anywhere. When in Rome, man, I'll right. eat at a vegan restaurant. I'll eat barbecue. That, yep. That's how we were when I was on, like, we would be on the road. Like we're out doing, like, we're not home. Like eat something different. So like yeah. cookouts, uh, in like the South, uh, Southeast were always like a popular thing. Um, we hit Del Taco and ruined ourselves. Yeah. Like what a burger. I had um yeah. mom's spaghetti in Detroit. Yeah. That hit the fucking spot. Of course there's a mom's spaghetti in Detroit. Yeah, it's it's M and M's. Yeah. <laughs> it's in an alleyway next to the Fillmore Theater. The Iron Grate in Milwaukee. Some of the best ribs I've ever had. Milwaukee style mm. ribs. Okay. They leave the fat on them from the backside and they're just so Sorry if you're vegan or anything uh, like that. No disrespect. We're the, just big. The first tour I was on, we stopped in Denver. I don't know if it's still there, but we stopped at Casa Bonita. Oh, uh, dude. If you're, if you're a South Did Park, they have the chocolate fountain? Casa Bonita. <laughs> yeah, if you're a South Park fan, you know Casa Bonita. And like they had, they had the cliff divers there, so we got yeah, to watch that. South Park fans, the so. unlimited Soapias. Can you sign up to jump off the cliff? I don't think so. I feel like that'd probably be like. <laughs> Wait, what is that? The, the, they have a cliff. Yeah, yeah so Carmen jumps off it in yeah, the episode. They have like a little waterfall. Okay, cliff divers because they do like a little skit with like pirates and shit, and they jump off, and then they have like actual cliff divers come through, and then you're. It's weird because like, Casponita's in like the middle of like a strip mall. Yeah. Uh, and also fucked all of us up uh it was bad it's like a worse carlos kelly's and carlos kelly's is already bad <laughs> yeah. uh, carlos and kelly sucks ass yeah so it goes right through you yeah yeah <laughs> no, no, we didn't like even make it out of the building before hey, we ate sombreros in san diego oh, yeah, sombreros are pretty sick yeah, yeah oh, please sure. bring back the high socks and the big jorts more though. dickies dude tane was trying to bring that back for a while who <laughs> tane, tane. Okay, yeah, he kind of dresses like that. He's all about it. He blew all his money on a blink ticket. <laughs> God, this style is so cool. <laughs> wow, this is really taking me back. 2000s was a... Bring back the 2000s. It's, it's coming back. It's ridiculous. So is like, Enema of the State the greatest pop-punk record ever? I'm going to take off your pants. Yeah, take off your pants. Or is it Dookie? Is it? I like Dookie better, but is it Enema is, is it... more well written and produced. Okay. But I'd rather listen I'm, to. Or Ranch. is it like Punk and Drublik? I don't know. I've got a lot of. What What is the greatest pop punk record? Dookie and uh, Dude Ranch. Those are my two all time favorites. Okay, you're going more Dude Ranch. But yeah, Dude Ranch. Number one. So this was hot for drummers. Do people still do this? The two ports in the front? Travis Barker has two holes in the front it, of his bass drum head. It's his signature. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I see very many people he do it. He doesn't do that anymore. Look at the angle of that it. bass drum. It's like turned away from him, kind of. <laughs> the ringer T. Because that's how you naturally He's studying sing. right now. He's like, what's Travis up to? Um. We're taking a time out to watch this Blink video. No, we get lost sometimes. It's too good. Don't worry. It'll get cut out. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about before this? I want that Seafoam Green guitar. 
We did a music video in uh, Green River, Wyoming, at uh, our buddy Turbo Tyler's house, and he has the yellow one. Ooh. But yeah, we had made a music video in his basement one day. That's up on YouTube. Would you play um, a strat? I would play Tom's strat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, use that in the music video. That's sick. Yeah, Noel plays the Gibson Les Paul exclusively. Yeah. We did a tour where she had to play an SG, and every night she that thing complained about that. SGs are weird. They're like neck heavy, so they they're just They're really fall. neck heavy. You fucking, I let go of it, and it just tips. Yeah. But there are some really nice SGs out there that don't do that, and I I want one. But they're really cool. I remember yeah. when From Under the Cork Tree came out, like when Fall Out Boy was getting real big. And <laughs> he, SG, played, guys? he played this silver SG with a black fucking pickguard, and I was that like, cool. I'm like, that guitar's awesome. And then my buddy had one, and I played it, and You're I like, this hated playing sucks. <laughs> I, I also play a Les Paul, my Les Paul cousin. Dude, Les Paul's where it's at, man. They're just, the guitar's way too heavy. It's uh, got a muddier sound. I dig it. <laughs> wow. The it's way too heavy in the best way. Yep. <laughs> Look at the plugs, dude. The fitted, the backwards fitted with the straight brim. All right, I'll fess up and give you guys some fucking Noel Stolt Blink-22 nerd shit. You see my plugs right now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. The same ones that Tom has. Oh, you regret it. Yeah. And the, the lip ring and my plugs. Dude, <laughs> still, you still have a lip ring? Okay, Noel yeah. still has plugs right and a lip now. ring. I'm 36 and I still have a lip ring. I have right, one tattoo. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I have the plugs that I have and my lip rings, because I've been obsessed with Blink-182 since I was fucking seven years old. Yeah, I'm cool as fuck. Wait, no one said you weren't, dude. Yeah. Wow, this song is so <laughs> good. This is a great way to open a record. This is where I belong. It's one person in the pool. <laughs> Uh, what else do you have on your mind, Michael? Yeah, yeah Michael. Let's talk so, we can cut all of that. Yeah, a lot of this, don't worry. No, okay. no editing. I do work. Uh, no dart talk. Dude, you are the laziest podcast host we've <laughs> ever met. He this keeps is it natural. terrible. I'm offended. We're doing a podcast? I thought we were just having beers in my living room. Uh, Why'd I bring my computer? I'm having a beer with my band. Uh, is that what this is called? Yeah. We're, we're having a LAN party tonight. Video games oh, okay. all night. Yeah, we can't yeah. edit this because this is for the true fans. <laughs> Is that unstrategic of me to have a beer with my band? I had a Red Bull. Yeah. But now I'm coffee. just sitting around. I've got NA. I've and got NA beer. Oh, duels. I got PBRs. Wow. That sounds gross. Do you have any Mountain Dew? <laughs> no, Noel's an alcoholic. She just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> I have a bunch of LaCroix. LaCroix. Fucking hate LaCroix. You don't drink it because you like it. <laughs> then why, why even stop? I've been trying to like not drink as much, but I work at a brewery, so I drink all the fucking time. So All the free booze. I need that fix. I need that fix. So it just because uh, drinking's getting harder in the as I get into my thirties. I turn thirty three tomorrow. Tomorrow's your birthday. Damn. Yeah. Oh. We're going to the bowling alley. If anybody's going. <laughs> and I know that because I've got it in my calendar. Yeah. Zach's our bandmate, new best friend, and I didn't know it's uh, his birthday tomorrow. But I'll be there. I have tomorrow night off. Oh yeah, so well, I got bowling league. Thirty three. Like, so Let's fucking yeah. go bowling. Okay. You look really good for thirty three. Yeah, yeah. I challenge you. Yeah, I'll whoop your ass in bowling. Thank you. Yeah. Congratulations. I think we're a pretty yeah. hip hop and band, you yeah. know? That's right. We're just looking good. Well, well we, we know how to rap to the Hell yeah. 
I don't think you're allowed to be in our band if you don't like Blink-182. <laughs> Good thing I, I had Travis Barker drumsticks. We'll take Newfound Glory as a They were very shitty because they were always inconsistent, like warped, but they looked cool. Oh, hell yeah. And they were long. I've been playing these Mike Portnoy, I think they're five Bs, maybe five As. They're the Promark Active Grip drumsticks, and I love them. They're fucking awesome. They're a little thinner than a 5B and a little longer, and they have a wooden acorn tip, and I just think they play so nice. Hmm. Yeah. I, I didn't know you used to that song. They're short and thick with round tips, and I can just hit really hard, yeah. and that's why I like it. Uh, so, like I mentioned earlier, uh, you guys are fasting again this year. Oh, yeah. Uh, how many times have you guys festival? Five or six. Yeah, five or six times we played. Yeah, the first time. Club. Zach's yep, first time. Attending or playing, so I'm very excited. Wow, yeah. interesting. It's, okay. it's been a lifelong dream. Yeah. Like, I, I my dream is also to go to fest one of these years because I don't. Have you ha- been? I've never been. It's uh, a shit show. You're gonna <laughs> be real tired. Your feet gonna hurt. It's fun. Bro. Yeah, but I'd, I'd rather I'd rather go to pizza. fest than like. We were young fest or any of these other. That's like, gonna ones. be a mess. Right, I'm hoping for another fire fest. Uh, <laughs> we'll fi- whoever's listening to this when it comes out will know what happens. Yeah, but it's true. We don't know yet. Gainesville is very similar to Iowa City. It's like a bigger Iowa City. It's a college town. There's a lot of bars, restaurants, Gators. good food in Gainesville. Yeah, but like, <laughs> <laughs> there was did. a fest before no idea records did fest and i think it was just called gainesville fest yeah and you can look this up on youtube but there was a fight during the converge set it was and fucking i think this insane. is 2000 or 2001 and you took me to that one too it was, was at that, the florida theater which is now fest or no it was long else. before that so this is a different this is fight a, at a, yeah because you told me about the furnace fest one no it was uh like, Gainesville Fest. Oh, it wasn't for, I've never been to Furnace Fest. Okay. But this is uh, the now story that I told you. Oh, are you talking about the cops? At the no, house no, 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 show? The, the Converge, uh, where the guy got hit over the head with the bass. I oh, that was that happened, but yeah, there was a fight. And Fest, there's, there's been some type of punk festival in Gainesville, I think, since 2000. Wow. What fest is yeah. this, 19 or 20? Uh, 20. 20. Okay, so yeah, they, must, they started it in 2002 then. Yeah, so 2001, if you look up Converge... Uh, fest fight, you'll see like just a fucking mob breakout, uh, and the bass player from Converge takes off his bass and like hits his dude over the head. It's Jesus. insane. And I was still in my same little nook up on the balcony where I fell asleep during Strung Out at a different show, just like <laughs> watching me like, oh shit. Um, out of all the times that you guys have either gone to fest or you know played fest, what's been besides that moment? What's been like another crazy like? Because you have all these bands that come back and will do like. Uh, album playthrough or like a secret set or like a cover set of something like what's like been the gnarliest one that you've seen as far as cover sets or any like secret sets or whatever well they used to do these shows in a warehouse that was not officially a fest affiliated show and what big kids played one year that was cool big kids were sick as fuck but they stopped doing all those shows because there was an incident there was a house, you could walk to it, it was by the Checkers in Gainesville, and you couldn't get in because there were so many people. And I wanna say the band that was playing was doing a Blink-182 cover set, but there were (laughs) cops that were driving through that were, I mean, as cool as a cop could be. They weren't getting out and beating anybody yet, but 
they were trying to keep people out of the road mm. because there were a couple hundred people. And this insane. house was a little cracker box style house, probably only two bedrooms. And one of our friends, I, uh, I think it was Avi, a guy from the Bay Area, hopped in through the window to go see the band and what was going on. Because you couldn't just get in. It was a, a house party. It was a show. And then a kid got arrested. I think I know who it is, but I'm not going to say their name. And the cops <laughs> were getting out. Well, they were trying to just basically keep people out of the road. Right. And the neighbors were having a good time because they were playing a boom box. It was a party. It was a really fun event. I think this was 2000. Eight or nine, I'm not certain. I think this is online too. But the cops started to arrest this kid. And then I do remember a variety of crust punks were throwing beers and bottles at these cops. And one thing led to another and it got out of hand. And there was a fight between the cops and the punks. And I grabbed Noel because... <laughs> I, yeah, they're starting to shoot that, rubber bullets at everybody. If you start hitting cops, this is just going to escalate into something terrible. And sure enough, so we started running down the road to get away from the fight and the mess. And then, yeah, there were about six squad cars that had the lights on that rolled up. And they just started arresting people. And as far as I know, Fest made a statement about they're not doing any non-Fest affiliated shows to... Just keep things orderly for the neighborhood. Our buddy ended up running away from the cops with his handcuffs. Yeah, I don't on. think the kid that started this got arrested. And no. Um, that's 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 that is wearing? how I remember it. He was wearing like a gold thong or like a, a silver thong. A he silver was spray thong. painted. <laughs> yeah, he hauled ass and got out of there once the fight broke or out. Really spandex pants. See, that's wow. dude. That's he was aerodynamic. There was no catching him. <laughs> Especially if that's all he's wearing. Uh, you, you don't really want to catch him anyway. There's a guy running yeah. down the road in handcuffs and a silver thong. He's amazing. <laughs> but there's been a lot of memorable stuff. It's pretty stuff fitting for Florida anyway. That's, that is some Florida shit. All the crazy shit you see on the internet. Florida right. man. Florida. Now, I know this is coming out after Fest, but next year... Our show is sick as fuck. It's going to be sick as fuck. But like, <laughs> let's say any, any bands that are listening to this that are possibly going to be able to Fest next year... You guys have done it about five to six times. What are some tips for bands that are going to be festing for the first time? Wear comfortable shoes. <laughs> You're going to be doing a lot of walking. Footwear is important. Take care of your feet. Be comfortable. Find good parking get spots or just like wool socks. get into the hotel closest to downtown, the Holiday Inn. Hydrate. Yeah, drink a lot of water. And eat at Flacco's. Flacco's okay. is a Cuban restaurant. They have Dude, phenomenal Flacco's food. This dope. Bro, are you taking notes or? All right, so I Okay. He's smart. You guy. Know, I, I think of a couple other just because it's coming to me. One year, Municipal Waste dressed up, and they had one of them was a juggalo. The singer was dressed like D. Snyder, and the drummer was dressed like a some kind of Halloween cryptic nun. They had that black face covering mask where you couldn't see their face, and they were great. And then one year, dear landlord, were cone skinheads. So they were cone heads, but they had suspenders <laughs> and boots on and white shirts. <laughs> and then there was the butthole guy during dopamines one year. The butthole guy. I have footage This guy that. exposed himself on stage, rear-ended, and was miming the words with his butt. And <laughs> that, that was bizarre. You're going to see something good. There's great bands. 
Or there was the year that Banner Pilot had the guitar player that played out of key. What was that all about? There was a guy, yeah, and it, it wasn't like he wrecked the whole set, but I remember. From what I know, that's Green Day's guitar tech, and now he plays in Banner Pilot, but okay, he just can't fucking confirm any of this. butchered this that set. What Jeez. may be true. I, I remember them... listening to him, and I was like, is that guy playing the songs? I watched him look over at Nick, like, when he's supposed to be, Another like, playing one. a lead or something like that, and he just kind of, like, fumbling around, stopped playing, looked at Nick, and, like, shrugged, and was like, uh, I don't but know. But we love Banner Pilot. This love is Banner not Pilot. us bashing them. We don't want to have any like negative backlash i want all the negative backlash <laughs> have banner pilot hunting us calling you out banner pilot let's go yeah, we talked a lot about them <laughs> we love Banner. Boy, pilot. they're they're like probably one of the best bands to do it <laughs> yeah love those dudes what was the question <sighs> uh just like instead <laughs> of all like the well that question was just like tips for new people going to Oh, just, just have fun. Just go, have fun. Go see yeah. bands you have never seen. Right. You're going to have to split your time up because you're going to have to run from one band to go to another venue and try to get in. Because the venues aren't all like right next to each other. They're kind of spread no, out. No, this is spread bit, out right? the, the entire city. Oh, and there's an app for it now. Yeah. yeah. And if there's you an take a box or like some sort of equipment an and just show that. to the side of the venue and be like, I'm going in. Like, the bouncers are not going to know. They're going to think you're part of, like, the show or something and just let you in through the sides. So right. There's that. This will be real helpful for after fest. <laughs> yeah. That's why I said for people next year. <laughs> yeah. Can't give away all the good fest secrets, but before fest, that'd be too stupid. It really is an incredible experience. There's a lot of cool people that get together, and you can see good bands and catch up. You see and all the bands. Even you can really bad. see how small the You're going to plan to see all the bands and not see shit. The what? The 3,000 people on the planet that listen to pop, punk, and I'm making air quotes will be at that, that fest, at fest. Right. Hopefully. Uh, the men's singers playing On Impossible Pass. That was awesome. I can't believe they're doing that. I'm very excited for that one. I don't even know who's all playing. I need to download the app and. Brandon's playing. Brandon Kelly's going to oh, be there. Oh, Mr. Brandon. Oh, BK. Oh, BK. Me and Flat, were what are the, the fucking the salt things you sniff to wake somebody up from when they're passed out? Oh, is it just like ammonia? Smelling 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 ammonia? Yeah, me and him were doing that in Chicago, and <laughs> he was like, here, sniff this, and I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we need to come up with no costumes for Fest. Yes? I'd like to dress Wars. up. We're playing the day before Halloween. I mean, that's, that's your, that's I might just up. dress like this. I might get some dickies that are... We did Rick Woody D2. There was one year that we dressed up as them from the first date video. Okay. Uh, I've got, like, the big blonde wig and, like, the mustache. My mustache kept falling off, that so was I was, like, gigs. pushing it up against my microphone <laughs> to keep it from falling off. And I think from doing that, the mic got knocked into my face, and I chipped my tooth for, like, a hundred times. We played during <laughs> Andrew WK. That sucked. I love Andrew WK. <laughs> I was sad about that. He played all for life, the time dude. everywhere. <laughs> Never stop the party. Let's get up on go. But you did that at games too. The, the blink thing? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that, if I can't think of anything else or I don't have time, I just do Tom from the first date video. <laughs> it's when fun. It's People love it. But now that I have like a full on uh, Wedge Antilles, Star Wars, X-Wing get up, I'm gonna be that. Noel loves Star Wars. Fucking nerd! <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Do we do a group? A group costume? We could try to figure it out. Just wing it. 
I've got the Ghostbusters theme song stuck in my head. I can't get it out of my head. Boston makes you feel good. Boston makes me feel good. Is that what it's called? No, that's one of the lines in the Ghostbusters theme song. Yeah. It literally Boston says, makes feel Boston good. makes me feel good. It shattered my that's, mind when I heard it. That's the truth. Yeah. Ain't that the truth? There's well, a sneaky ghost. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no! I ain't afraid to go An invisible man slipping in my bed. <laughs> you go, <gonna> come. <laughs> I'm going to call 911. Get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Burn the fuck out. You're getting slime everywhere. Getting oozed. <laughs> I've been oozed. You win or you lose. Got a raging clue. So I mean, we we talked kind of early stages, rational anthem, new stages. We brought in Zach. Uh, we talked some fest. We talked what we can expect for twenty twenty three for y'all. Um, is there anything rational anthem wise? I know I didn't have like a list of things to guide us through, but is there anything rational anthem wise that I might have missed? That you want the people to know. Um, hopefully, uh, Fest weekend we're going to have our release from Eager Beaver Records. Uh, they're putting out an acoustic oh, yeah. comp, uh, and I recorded an acoustic version of "Better Get Better" off off our last record. Okay. So that's going to be on that Eager Beaver release. I hope we're going to have pressings for that at Fest, <laughs> but Irrational Anthem style, I don't know. It'll at least be on the internet, right? It'll be so, on the internet, yeah, so. Cool. Wherever you can find all your friendly Oh, yeah, where, so let's give a shout-out. Where are we playing and when? We're playing at uh, Boca, Boca Fiesta. Boca Fiesta. I don't know what time. Look it up. But you know what? It Look doesn't matter. Because this, this comes out after Fest. Oh, does it really? So yeah. if you came and saw us, <laughs> so, shout-out. If you're into time traveling, come see us play. <laughs> it was like, yeah, we just played a fest, and it was like the sickest show we've ever played. Oh, dude, so fest was so awesome this year. Yeah, I, it was sick. I as crushed fun. it. I was beating that bass drum. Yeah, I shredded. Let's talk about the fest set. Yeah, it was came up and gave us a hug. It was really we cool. We played at Boca Fiesta. Zach, did you fly down? Oh yeah, I flew. I was very tired. My arms. What airline did we fly? Dude, you got that private jet already? <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh, we're not flying a Legion, are we? We flew at Force One. Step into my Air Force One. <laughs> but yeah, we'll, we're, we're flying Allegiant, so. Yeah. Hit my Gross. knees on some shit, <laughs> right. and someone's gonna be getting kicked off, and it's gonna be great. Now, how does that, how's that going with you guys, like, you know, flying down? Like, are you taking your whole kit? Or are you borrowing a kit when you get there? No, they have, that's the other thing about Fest. They have a back line, which is great. Okay. Yeah. Most, so, most venues have back lines, and you just have to bring your guitars and cymbals. your breakables. Okay. We have, a, but, we have a friend driving our Luckily, our, our old buddy Rob Melville is always showing up for us. And, uh, shout out to Rob. Shout out Rob. Whoa. He's driving our our gear down there for us. Guitars. Yeah, he's going down, so we'll throw him some dough for gas. Yeah. Which he's a we road might dog. edit this out if we actually do give him money for gas because this is coming out after Fest. So I if we don't give him gas, he'd be like, money, edit this out. Oh, <laughs> you, you'll have to let me know. Be like, hey, remember that? Cheap bastards. You're supposed to give me gas? <laughs> no, nah, we'll give him some gas money. And then, yeah, so I'm going to give him my cymbals and sticks. And, yeah, I think that's really all I'm going to need to bring. Yep. Well, I going to bring her guitar. They have heads and yeah. cabs there. Yeah, it's actually got, a really nice equipment they have, too. That's, yeah. that's pretty awesome. They're sponsored they... by Orange, so everything okay. they have is Orange. Yeah. That's fucking cool. I'm yeah. learning so much about that right. tonight. Dude, yeah. same. 
Yeah, you'll get a cool bracelet with a no idea face on it. <laughs> well, I'm gonna be down yeah. there by myself. The I'm going down a day early. Oh fuck. Yeah, I'm. Right. We're Peter and I are sticking behind to work that Friday, and then we'll fly down Saturday. Make sure you see. Well, now after the blink ticket, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just go see the copyrights and the dopamines. I'm going to see the men's. Hopefully, the butthole guy will be there. We'll mic him up. Banner pilot, even though I don't think they're playing. <laughs> Fucking wish. But I would probably do the same as you. I'd go, especially your first time. Like I get to go for free. Right. Like because, right? I can okay, just walk in wherever I want. Right. Yeah, you get the wristband. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. It'll be really stressful, but really fun at the same time. Yeah. It's just, that's festival life. Right. It's yeah. like, what the fuck's going on, and then it's over. Yep. It'll be real quick. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, you know, this, the fest set went great. I'm stoked for you guys. Dude, it was uh, fucking great. There, there's, there's too many thank more. You, thank you very yeah, much. Thank hit, you, Tony, for putting us on yeah. again. Hit the 10 Timers Club soon. Uh, Let's go. Let's go Actually, there. at, um... Boca Fiesta because it's outdoors mm -hmm. and they've got like a wooden wooden deck that you play on. A couple years ago, after we played and the person had paid us our check, and I was just being an idiot and kind of be like, oh, we got we got a check, and I had dropped it and it fell through the crack at the stage, and then they had to reprint me another check. So our money's still underneath that stage somewhere. That check That's, is not valid anymore. No, <laughs> that is pretty but fucking rational. I got an anthem treasure. Right, <laughs> it's under that stage. If it's still there after all these like rainstorms that like Florida gets, I'll try to cash it. That'd be pretty great. <laughs> There's a map to it on the back of the Declaration of Independence. Ooh, gotta find that shit. Called Nick Cage. <laughs> what a dream that would be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I love Nick Cage. That's one of my that's one of my guilty pleasures. Not a guilty pleasure. Yeah, goals for next year: get another record written and recorded, and then uh, just try to tour on it. We need to get back out west, and uh, I want to get us back over to Europe. So that's uh, yeah. Zach's like, yeah, back to Europe. We're gonna yeah, go back. Dude, I can't wait to go back. Oh, I can't wait to eat Greg's again. Oh, Greg's on the island of Great Britain. Oh, Greg. They they got sausage rolls, and man, I tell you what, dude. I don't know. We're going on a food tour, done. dude. That's the way to do it. Like the the last big tour we did with my friends, we just called it the excuse to get In and Out Burger. Hell yeah. And we just went to California. Like, we in toured to California. Do so you like In N Out Burger but more than Whataburger? We've actually, I've never actually had Whataburger. Oh, so Whataburger. Everybody's all about In N Out Burger, but their milkshakes tasted not. Lackluster? I mean, yeah, it's not not great. I had it like the two days we were like in like the LA, day, LA area. Yeah. But like, I'm not, like, there's people that freak out about it. I'm yeah. not like, it's okay. It's okay. I like that it's simple. When restaurants double down on their strengths, I think I that is that. the best. Thing that they can do. I'd rather have a restaurant with a just simple one item on the menu, and that's what they do awesome. Then you go into these places where they got tacos, spaghetti, right? And that's Del Taco. Barbecue. <laughs> no, there's an awesome. Well, it's also like Jack in the Box. They do tacos and yeah, yeah those tacos suck. <laughs> yeah, but I'll eat them. There's a rad, super simple burger place <laughs> up in them. Seattle that's called Dicks. So oh, that, you know, you get your burger and they just give you a bag of Dicks. You know. <laughs> Oh, and in the United Kingdom, Greg's, for the equivalent of an, an American dollar, you can get a an <sighs> English sausage in this pastry puff, or puff pastry. I always say that backwards. It is delicious. You, Greg's You can eat five of those things and be not even satiated. Just You can feel disgusted about yourself. They're, yeah. They're filling... 
they're incredible and it's it's just like <laughs> oh man it's it's so british it's meat and potatoes i love it i'll try That's to get awesome. back to the witherspoons witherspoons is great yeah. the foundry yeah. well you know hopefully 2023 just a year of rational anthem and then just go on from another there. year of rational anthem. We're getting we're back over the pond, right? <laughs> right. You guys just need to document every day and just be like, Yeah, last night was sick, but just to show you guys like eating food instead of like shows. I'll start doing that. Like, I'll make her a little post and then yeah. you gotta swipe through and find out the uh, fucking weird shit we're eating that day, right? Yeah, I'll look forward to that. You don't get to know a city until you know their food and drinks. That is That's true. true. That's true. Community. Yeah, well, well anybody so. in uh, in Edinburgh, go over to the Castle Arms and get their lamb shank, it's fucking fire. Yo, shout out to Scotland. My Scotty boys. We phrase is coming over here in December. Yeah, check wait. out Wrong Life. Wrong this Life. This is uh, ex-members of the Murder Burgers. It's the Murder Burgers with a new name. Okay. <laughs> I love it. And they're sick. And they're nah, very they're, Scottish. They're, they're going to be, be They're better songs. The best bands come from Scotland. Bell and Sebastian, Camera Obscura. Big Country, Rational we're talking Anthem. about Big Country. Love Big the Country. The Jesus and Mary Chain, Teenage Fan Club. The baseline of that is Half the members of ACDC. Bon Scott. What? Yeah, Scotland, some heavy hitting music makers. Shows how much I pay attention to ACDC. Get the fuck out of my band. Yeah. <laughs> well, there it was, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We just watched Zach get. Kicked out of Rational Anthem. I had a good run. Mark <laughs> Hoppus will be accepting your career builder's application for Rational Anthem. Uh, well, I'm, like I said, I'm stoked to see what 2023 brings, uh, especially this new record. Um, we're going to kind of transition to the later half of this episode. Uh, finally. Um, finally. <laughs> you can edit everything out. Oh, it, I'll, I'll, I'll make adjustments. But uh, this, is, <laughs> this is Beers with Bands. Um, yeah. Granted, you don't have to be drinking a beer on these episodes. I never want to hold someone like accountable if they don't want to drink beer. I feel offended. You know, well, well, you don't want your life. We don't want you I'll to be accountable. You now have to chug a PBR. You don't actually have to. But uh, <laughs> this is where we go around and just kind of say what we're drinking on tonight's episode. Oh, let's do it. So, Zach, Zach, if you want to start on your end. Uh, well, I started the night with this. Uh, Wheat beer from Wake Brewing out of Rock Island. They're fucking sick. They're like a metal brewery. And you go in there, it's just... Oh, and it's fucking cool. A lot of fun. They got cool art. Like, it's fucking gory as shit. There's this weird... But, yeah, not a bad wheat beer. And now I'm just drinking me a uh, old silver bullet. Yeah. Of light. Are the mountains blue on that can? They once were. <laughs> then I was drinking... What do you got, I, throughout the course of this podcast, enjoyed 20 ounces of a homemade French press Mexican roast coffee that I prepared yes. in a very coarse grind on my burr grinder at my house. As most punk rockers do. It was delicious. So I am fired up, fully caffeinated. I am now drinking an O'Doul's, which Zach was gracious enough to have prepared for me when I got here. He took the bottle cap off and I was saying earlier how I do enjoy O'Doul's. It's malty and it's smooth and one of my favorite bartenders one time I showed up and I ordered a non-alcoholic beer and he said I can't keep up. You alcoholics are drinking all of my non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> and so that is what I am enjoying. I 
am drinking a refreshing 8.4 ounce Red Bull. What year is it? <laughs> what year was the name? I'm all fucking hyped. Let's go. <laughs> I've been drinking Mountain Dew all damn night. Don't drink. I had Mountain Dew sugar, earlier. It's refined sugar and refined carbs. Will It'll ruin you. Destroy your life. I got a horrible sugar addiction. <laughs> so so negative. I wasn't trying to go there. All right, let's just go to really dark places. We're gonna get really deep. In no, this. I got a bag of candy in my car, and I just slammed this Red Bull, and that's all I've been drinking through the podcast. Which it's almost Halloween. What yeah. are some of your favorite candies? Fucking favorite candy, dude! I just slammed a bag of fucking candy corn. I got some nerds <gasps> out my car. That's not what I've ever heard anyone say. A bag of candy corn. Yeah, because it's seasonal. Did you really? Yeah, but no one likes candy corn. You're looking at the one percent. <laughs> <laughs> I love almond joys. What's the coconut one? Is that Mound Joy? Oh, yeah, I, I think so. I like coconut a lot, and I, I like nerds. I think nerds are fantastic. Nerd clusters. You gotta get on Oh, that. dude, wow. I like tart, too, but they don't really make candy that is that, like, that is sour enough anymore. And shout out to Economy Candy in Brooklyn, if that is still in existence. They have a great selection of candy. Okay. I, uh, I love a good Tootsie Roll, like a classic Tootsie Roll. Mm. Or Tootsie Pops are always good. Oh, yeah. Like the song Tootsie Roll. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a good old Charleston shoe. I don't know. I like my jaw to hurt. I think. Yeah. I think that's the. Yeah. Or a Snickers bar, you know. Are you more of a Snickers candy guy good. or a chocolate guy? Probably more chocolate. More chocolate. Like, I'm torn. It's dangerous. See, I'm I'm like a big Reese's anything guy. Oh, yes. chocolate and peanut butter. So yeah, yeah Reese's cup is fire. Yeah, you ever freeze them? Uh, everyone, like my my friend's mom growing up, she would always have like Snickers and like Reese's peanut butter cups in the freezer. Ooh. It's that's a yeah, game changer. That sounds like an awesome mom. Yeah. I mean, my all time favorite is Kit Kat, but I can't ever decide whether I want candy or fucking chocolate, man. Okay, can Life we get in hard. some like like literally dark stuff yeah. here? Dumb so dark to chocolate. Kind of I mean, Adam's song. My sweet tooth. <laughs> yeah, play Adam's song in the background. <laughs> I started getting into dark chocolate. And I started around 75% and it was very bitter. And now I'm to the point where I'm drinking, or not drinking, <laughs> I'm not drinking, I'm eating this Peruvian chocolate. It's, it starts with a P and it's got a pink and black label, but it's 100% chocolate, no sugar. And I've, I've kind of grown to like it. It really is a, an acquired taste that you make yourself get into and I don't know what the health properties of this stuff that are like but it does kind of satiate the desire for sweets but you got to eat it with a piece of fruit like take a square of this chocolate and eat it with a blueberry and a little peanut butter and then it's actually kind of enjoyable I just but also like I did hear Jamie Metzl talk about how the oldest person who lived was a woman who ate a lot of dark chocolate sorry to cut you off no you're good <laughs> I just feel like if it's that like dark and like and like unrefined like you just gotta be hyped as shit too or no? You what? got a lot of caffeine in <laughs> There's caffeine and all that shit, yeah. Gets you going. Yeah, I just, I wanted to find a way to satiate a desire for candy without eating a lot of sugar. So I'm like, Even all right, sugar. well, dark chocolate seems the most reasonable path to go down. And so I'm I am on that path. I can't say that I'll be on this road forever, but Yo, Fanny right, for now, I love dark right now I'm cruising. I'm cruising at a, a moderate speed. We're more interested in food and candy than our band. I, 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 you see my body? Uh, like, <laughs> I feel you. Well, yeah, buy our record. Yeah. 
It's really good. It's only permanent. What's yeah, that record's juicy. That record's got some thick vocals. There's like it's layered, it's textural. There's melodies. I think it'll it'll hit the sweet spot. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the new record's gonna be sick. Look out for that. It's gonna sound different, but not. But yes. It'll still be rational. Yeah. <laughs> and it'll be an anthem. Oh. We need to get a candy bar. <laughs> Make rational chocolate bars. Yeah, a lot of bands <laughs> do hot sauce. They do a rational anthem yeah, candy or an energy drink. Yeah, everyone's doing custom beers and shit. Fuck that. We're doing candy. I need a candy sponsor. Gotta find a boutique candy shop. Yeah. DIY candy. So that'll be coming 2023. Yeah. Rational candy. What kind of candy would we make? Write in the comments. Everything's kind of been done. Yeah, hit them, hit, hit them up with what kind of candy you would think to get from Rational Anthem, and we'll see if it uh, if that gets chosen. I would say a moderately dark from Bottle the chocolate. Caps. We're talking seventy percent. I'd like a little peanut butter in there. Peanut butter, maybe a little bit of chocolate. Cup. Yeah. Are there cups with layers? So maybe a layer like of a parfait jelly. Like a thin layer of jelly in this. In this I'm pretty sure that's already been cup. done. A peanut butter cup of jelly sandwich. Better than yeah. a rational <laughs> Like a peanut butter jelly sandwich, but in a peanut butter cup, a candy that is like a PBJ. Okay. I, I would that would be where I, I would it. go. I, mm. I'd go for it. But that's but, not something that you could just like constantly eat a whole bag of a peanut butter know, and jelly. Man. Like you're gonna get sick of that. Well, is the dictator of the band, so we're gonna <laughs> go right. with what she wants to do. Damn it! The monarch. <laughs> eating candy corn, man. <laughs> A candy corn candy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You guys are gonna have like a sweatshop of just buying candy corn and just repacking. You're gonna be the only one working in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got yourself into. I have no idea. I don't know how I got, <laughs> I don't know how I got chained in her basement just oh. repackaging candy corn. No. <laughs> uh, but normally to end these episodes, uh, we talk uh, about kind of like fun or terrible times, touring, show stories, all that fun stuff. As I normally say, uh, it can be anything horrendous to tremendous, or anything, or any adjective in between. Um, and I know mm. Rational Anthem, you guys have road dogs for like long, for a long time, done a lot. Zach, I know you with your previous fans have been on the road quite a bit. Uh, there is one I bring this up every once in a while. Uh, from the time that you were in the Easy Mark, and you guys were like going to Chicago to play a show, and I think it was you that told me this. That you just played Life is a Highway repeatedly, oh. and no one noticed for at least four rounds of Life is so, a Highway. That was Scotty's other bands. Scotty, my little brother, who is the brains of the Easy Mark um, songwriting. And that was The Sweets. Okay. So. You had a band called The Sweets? Scotty did with our Easy Mark's bass player and some <laughs> other homies from, like, As You Were. Nice. The old QC fam. Um, and they were a ska band, super fun. Like, I fucking miss that band. And they went and played a show in Chicago, and they fucking played Life is a Highway the entire way there. And I'm glad I wasn't there. I would have fucking ripped someone's head off. Yeah. Like, I already can't really, st I can't stand that song. And then, anyway, yeah. I, I bring that up every once in a while, that story specifically, because. When I'm hanging out with my friends, uh, we're all just drinking, we'll have like a playlist going, and then I'm usually, 
like usually have like access to like the speaker. Yeah. So I'll go through, and all my Hispanic homies will know the song, El Sonanito. Probably pronouncing it wrong, uh, but it's a classic like song that you hear at like all the Mexican parties. Um, it's the one that just has like the one key going throughout the. I'll have to play it after this. You'll, you'll yeah, I want to hear this. Uh, but basically, there's a spot like throughout the song, it just kind of like ebb and flows, and like it acts like it's gonna be over, and then they kind of just bring it back. So I'll playlist that four times in a row, and just fuck with their minds. It's great. You could do that with "I'm in a Hurry" by Alabama because the song starts and ends acapella. Mm. So if you put that shit on repeat. You don't know where you're at, but that's a fucking banger of song. Yeah, that's like a mind fuck. I don't Who's the comedian that tells that great bit about playing "What's New Pussycat"? Yeah, and the, and the, oh, uh, I, I think mean, it's a, I think it's John Mulaney. John Mulaney. Oh, he is fantastic. Yeah. I do that to my coworkers. Uh, I've been playing, dude. I've been doing this for fucking like five years. <laughs> I have spent so much fucking money on the touch tunes. Uh, for like two years, I did tub thumping the Chumbawamba song. Yes. And they couldn't figure out it was me because I was like on tour in Canada one time, <laughs> and I figured out that you could play songs to places yeah. off the app in another country. So they're like, "Well, it can't be Noel." So. Um, but recently, I've changed it to uh, Cotton Eye Joe, and so I, there's a bunch of new people working at my bar, and this one girl specifically has been sending in videos to the group chat. And she's like, "Who the fuck keeps playing Cotton Eye Joe?" So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that strong, and I'm not gonna tell any of them about this podcast. Okay, I'm just gonna out myself. <laughs> They'll never know. They'll never know. Yeah. You know, on tour once we had a van that was overheating, and we had to drive through the desert. We're going somewhere out west, and so the way to remedy this was to turn the heat on full blast. So it was teetering on 100 degrees Fahrenheit, and we had the windows down, and the heat was on all the way. And that was... I hate the desert. That was rough. Yeah. Uh, when we were coming back on that California tour, we were going through the desert, and our AC went out. And I'm sitting there, like, we're at some town trying to fix it, all agitated because it's, like, 110 degrees. And I remember, like, there's another van of, like, a college soccer team at this gas station, too. And they get on the road before us, and we pass them going down the highway. And you just have six of the most miserable, sweaty dudes in just our boxers, <laughs> just like laid out in our van, and we I passed know that them. Feel. Yep. Like they were all laughing specifically, and then like we passed them, and they just lost all life in their face of like, what the fuck did we just watch? As we just like passed, <laughs> and we're like, we don't even want to fucking be here. Yeah, we've had a lot of car trouble international. We've had many vans break down, had to get towed. Um, we, our engine blew up in Mountain Home, Idaho one time, and we just got stranded on the side of the road, and then we had to get a U-Haul, but it would only fit a certain amount of people up front, so I was just stuck in the pitch black in the back of the truck with, like, all the equipment. Jeez. Um, there was another time in, in the U, our first tour in the UK, um, we had to buy a car, because people that had agreed to drive us on those tours, like, bailed out at the last minute, so we were like, fuck it, we'll buy a car. That... Uh, died in London, and so we were stranded there for a couple days. Um, the fuck else has I zoned out. The vibe changed again. This is Blink-182, 2011. This is the Neighborhoods Tour. Vibe in Las Vegas. Zach, take note of Mark Hoppus's joy and use of the stage. I want you to do that. I want you to have fun. What other shitty things have happened on tour? I have bands breaking down. and Bands breaking just, down. It's, yeah. I had one tour. I was filled in on drums for um, 
Stars Hollow, the boys in Stars Hollow, and we went on tour with Frail Body, and we were, our, we were like on our way home to Rockford, and we were like in Southern Illinois, and the van, like the floor started getting hot, and we're just like, what the fuck? And uh, this was the night before we were like supposed to go home, and our buddy, whose van it was, his Nick, Nick from uh, Rail Body, well, one of the Nicks, Nick Clemens, Clemenson? Either way, amazing, Power jo- Nick Power Johnson, amazing <laughs> drummer. He's in the band Paints, too. He's a fucking machine. And he's really, he's a road dog. Like, he's road daddy, and, like, he fixes everything. Like, we had a flat tire that tour. He fixed it. But his old band, um, King Slayer? I think that was. I don't know. Hardcore bands. <laughs> Their van caught on fire, and like, cause the fucking bot, like, the muffler got clogged. There, I found it. I finally got my pointer gun. So, and it got the exhaust heated up the floor and like melted wires, and then caught the van on fire. So, in this van, Nick's like, this is a bad sign. Like, this is fucked. Like, the van's gonna fuck up if we, like, it's gonna blow up. So, we slept in a Walmart parking lot that night when we realized the van was fucked, and then in the morning, and there's a, there were two bands in a van, so eight dudes, no, seven dudes. It was, no, it was a six. Yeah. We're great at doing interviews. <laughs> yeah, I know. I drink a lot too sometimes. <laughs> and then, uh, so we went to like a auto shop, fucking bought a hacksaw, and just fucking cut out like probably like two inches of the exhaust pipe, and then drove like 40 miles an hour. A two hour drive turned into like a seven hour day. <laughs> Just so the van would explode and we got home. Yeah. Jeez. That, that was fun. But you do what you gotta do. That is true. It was yeah. one of the best times of my life. Making it work. Tour's always fun. Even when it sucks, it's always fun. Yeah. Um, we went out with a band called the Heltons. Uh, they're from France, and they had flown over here. They had gone and bought a couple guitars. And our first show, after playing our first show in Chicago, the next day we go to the van and someone had broken in and stole their guitars. <laughs> well, we were actually, I think we were in the Ukrainian village, and which yeah. is kind of a nice spot. Yeah, we, they must have been on foot or in a small yeah, vehicle because they only grab. took the stuff that was easiest to grab. So they got what I think a bass head and some guitars, but yeah, that sucked. Yeah. <laughs> Tour, bruh. Yeah. Tour. I mean, we were always lucky. We never, like, we think about this, like, looking back, like, we aren't touring now, thankfully. Uh, but, like, we never had anything happen to any of our bands um, or, like, any break ins or anything like that. Because, like, we were still in, like, New York, Chicago, St. Louis, which St. Louis always has really shitty reputation. St. Louis is, can be buck wild. Yeah. We played Fubar. And that, that neighborhood is a little, little sus. Yeah. Well, when we played Fubar, we got lucky. There was a guy across the street with, like, there was, like, a fenced-in lot. And he's like, oh, yeah, I just sit here. Like, it's my lot. Like, I'm, I'll just charge. By like, Fubar? Yeah, I think That's it was by dope. Fubar. All right. Cool. So, like, we just paid. We were like, you're going to be here all night? He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, here's, like, ten bucks. Just watch our fucking van while we're inside. Yeah. Nothing happened. Nice. Yeah, we've actually brought our equipment into our friend's apartment one of the last times we played in Chicago mm. 
because we didn't want to risk it right. and getting stolen. So we had just loaded out of the club, loaded up the van, drove, what, 20 minutes down the road, and then moved all of our gear upstairs to the uh, second floor of a department, but gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. That's always the move for New York City, is just bring everything inside. Yeah, if you're a band, bring all your equipment in. Or just drive, you know, an hour outside of whatever major city you're in and get a hotel somewhere. Yeah. That's always your safest bet. Yeah. Sounds fun, though. <laughs> it's less paperwork. <laughs> so luckily, nothing, like, <laughs> nothing right. major has ever happened to us. Dude, There's look at that Illuminati sticker on Tom's guitar. <laughs> I love how much of just a nutcase he is. I could listen to him talk about nonsense all day. When he was on Rogan, I was so excited. We were actually on tour. We just played uh, Baton Rouge. We were heading into Florida, and we were on the 10. Yeah, I remember that. And we listened to Tom DeLonge's episode on Joe Rogan, and he just... He talks about stuff but can't corroborate anything. Yeah. He's like, oh, I know a guy, but I can't tell you who he is. In the government. Dude, listen, Top to, level. listen to his new episode on Steve-O's podcast. It makes that episode make a little more sense. All right, I'll have to check it out. I love Tom. Tom's Dillon. back! I love all the alien stuff, but, bro, you better show me some alien stuff before I can start believing you because he's been talking a lot about it, but... Reminds me of that Mitch Hedberg joke where he says, I think that Bigfoot's just really blurry, which makes, <laughs> makes me really scared because now there's this blurry Bigfoot out there. Good old Tom. I'm so happy that he's back in the band. We were just, at this point, we're just talking stories from your time ah. touring and shit. I've got a really good uh, tour story. It's um, not from Rational. It's when one of the last couple tours I did with the Murder Burgers overseas, mm -hmm. we were playing in Berlin, and um, like we got on stage, we were starting to play, and there were these two girls that just kept staring at me the whole time. I thought it was kind of weird, so I was like, all right, you know, if they're just gonna watch me, I'll jump around, fucking do extra shit. And then after the show, after you know, putting all my energy into it, uh, I was talking to Fraser, and he's like, oh, did you, did you meet the, the two blind fans <laughs> of ours? <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> for fuck's sake, dude. I had no idea they were blind. But I well, put out a fucking show for them. Wow, that's awesome. They could feel your energy. Yeah. yeah, I was really like, put it out there for them. They could feel like, as you spun around, they could feel that wind just hitting them in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, we're really making some way here. We're covering all the, covering all the, grounds. the good stuff. We got <laughs> pulled over in France one time, actually. Our driver is from Nottingham, and he's very British. And I remember I was up in the passenger side, which is the driver's side for cars here in the States, right? We were in a Citroen Berlingo, and we had just, oh, I don't know. All right, so he was driving fast. We were going probably we're on the Autobahn. of 100 miles an hour. No, this was in France. We were leaving Grenoble. And the French police finally caught up to us, and they made a motion towards us like as if they were rolling down their window and so we were like what the hell does that mean and we pulled over and a couple police officers got out one of them had a long gun and it was the muzzle was pointed down you know he wasn't aiming it at anybody and they weren't really like threatening us but they were speaking aggressively and none of us 
spoke French. This is a Murder Burgers rational anthem tour. So there was our driver. We had an English passport, me, Chris, and Noel, so three American passports, and then Fraser, a Scottish passport. And we were communicating to the cop, we don't speak any French. And so this went on for a couple minutes, which seems like an eternity. And then finally, after yelling at us in French, he all of a sudden spoke perfect English. (laughs) And we paid them on the spot. We paid them for speeding. I think it was 120 euros. And they gave us a citation, and then they left. And that was our speeding ticket in France. It was bizarre. And the French Domino's is delicious. I had a, <laughs> I had a chicken pizza. And we're back. So you can Google this. If you get on Google Maps, look at the Domino's pizza in Grenoble, France. It's right by a park. It's on a corner, so you know you found the right one. Sweet by. That's great. The yeah, Domino's in France is really good. This pizza had fried potatoes on it, grilled chicken, and it was a cream sauce. And I remember eating this pizza just thinking uh, how good it was. It was really tasty. So if you go to France, the Domino's is worth checking out. The first handful of times uh, we've been to France, it's always like on a holiday or a Sunday where nothing is open. Oh, yeah. And, but the only thing that we could eat for food is fucking Domino's. I was like, I want like the authentic French food. Give me some weird shit that I've never had before. And they're like, have you had the Domino's? Domino's! It's like, yeah. America, got it. <laughs> fucking Domino's. Uh, yeah, France is great, though. I've always had a good time there. That's awesome that, like... You're able to just tour like Europe and just do all this shit. Like you're doing <laughs> what a lot of people are want, like dreaming of doing. Hey everybody, if you want to travel the world, start a shitty band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been pretty fortunate. We've been able to go all over the United States and Canada and Europe. It's been pretty awesome. Yeah. I'm definitely jealous. And you're. And Zach's gonna along, experience along that right pretty soon. I got my passport now. Fuck yeah. I was there supposed go. to go to France before the pandemic. Didn't happen. Here we go. Luckily, I didn't get stuck over there. We did a, a Murder Burgers tour right before the pandemic. So yeah. I got home, and then like two months later, everything shut down. Yeah, I, I had a friend that was over there dealing with the same thing. He texted for uh, I Prevail. And like one country shut down, and then they had. Like, they were sitting there just watching the news about, like, and I think it was right when Trump was like, yeah, we're closing borders. Like, and then they were like, okay, we have to get on a plane and go yeah. home. Like, this tour is canceled. Well, I, I just want to thank you guys for, you know, taking the time to sit down with me. We um, want to thank you for taking like, time dude. to sit down with us. Thanks, I drove. Let's go! that we finally able to at least do something um, and I definitely want to do this again when it gets closer to album release time oh let's yeah. talk about well, it um, I, oh. title like, like I said <laughs> like I said Zach you being a part of Rational Anthem doing music again uh, I mean you were always like an OG homie don't give him any credit team. he hasn't done anything yet he's played like I mean, five shows you're right you're right but New Neighbors <laughs> New Neighbors is at least doing stuff kind of now so to see you to be at that show, it was super nostalgic, so I'm so happy for you. Stoked for uh, the new record. 
Um, oh, we're excited to have yeah. him. We love him. I, I know, obviously, I was there. I saw, you know, you guys got a pretty good merch spread for the people that are online uh, trying to get a little merch merch. Oh, dude, oh yeah. We're working on the you know, hot new designs. Hit up the old Rational Anthem at Bandcamp.com. Like we got swag up there. Right. We're going to get some more shit made up. Um, hopefully sometime soon. Yeah, we'll keep you swagging out. Okay. Uh, make sure you hit up that. Uh, I mean, listen listen to all the records that are out so far. They're all on all the streaming sites. Uh, stay up to date on Rational Anthem on all the socials as well. I believe it's just Rational Anthem. On Rational Anthem? For everything, um, right? Yeah, for yeah Rational Anthem, Bandcamp, Spotify, Instagram. Uh, Instagram We're hot on the gram. MySpace. All right. All of that. Uh, you can Live also, journal. You can, you can find those links in the description below, uh, depending also where you found this episode. Uh, you can just click those hyperlinks, follow them on Instagram, Twitters, Facebooks. Share it with your friends. <laughs> and stay up to date with all things Rational Anthem. Keep an eye out for 2023. Um, and if you were at Fest, uh, you already saw them at Fest. And yeah, it's it good amazing. seeing you. Yeah, yeah, you did. You had a great time. You're welcome. What? <laughs> uh, but yeah. Thank you guys so much for uh, oh, yeah, thank you, letting man. me come to Zach's house to do this. Thanks uh, for giving me. No, it took like five years. To clean. Yeah, right? We let him come. Yeah, I'm, I'm edging. <laughs> We're edging. <laughs> oh, you guys saw the commercial for edging, right? Yeah, they're coming. That was good. Uh, but like I normally say on these episodes, if you or anyone you know should be on an episode of Beers of Bands, feel free to reach out um, or just make friends with me, and then I'll just bug you constantly for like five years. Mike won't leave me alone. Um, Don't use a VPN. Give us your bank account information. <laughs> you are on a federal watch list if you're listening to this. I am certain of it. I will. I, yes. That took a turn. Really weird. But uh, <laughs> come, come be on Beers with Bands. Um, other than that, you know, have a good night. Yes. 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 Yes.